Now that we have a democratic president, yeah, need to talk about so much is ha happening. Like with the, we lost the so you know the arm you know lives in the. Yeah. We have first of all we. Well, but see, most of that didn't happen under Trump's watch. Trump's watch, he he knocked, he was killed, like he shot the drone out of the sky. He was more aggressive with like.
That was good. When are we going to admit it's never enough? Finding common ground. And do not forget to do good and share with others for which such sacrifice God is pleased. Hebrews 16, 13. And that's coming from the New International Version. What am I talking about today? Well, I was on the West Side Highway, and I think Pier 71 it was. I saw a decal that said New York State. But before that, I took a cab, a yellow taxi, a medallion to support the medallion family. The stronger of, well, you know, besides Hummingbird and Black Pearl, no, that's my second choice. I don't live in Brooklyn anymore, but hey, I'm in the county. <laughs> the birds. <laughs> anyway, listen to this. So I took a, a cab all the way out to damn near uh, Washington Heights, and I got to see what the just from the vantage point of the West Side Highway into whatever you call that highway that goes all the way to Albany. Um, what has happened? The real estate development has is, is completely different. It's like there's so much happening there. Um, I don't know what what it's all about. I don't know if it's affordable housing. I don't know if it's fair market value. I just know that there are more opportunities for housing than it's ever been uh, as it relates to uh, uh, Going towards the Bronx, Washington Heights, uh, Upper Manhattan, uh, I saw a lot of housing opportunities. I saw a state decal in one of the piers, which was kind of interesting. I saw something that looked like a new porch of sorts. I saw a heliport. I saw new things happening. And I said to myself, oh my goodness, wow. You know, you hear a lot of bad news about the administration and the people that run this place. And honestly, sometimes there are, you know, just because of who they are and the responsibility they have, they're hard to get along with, right? They have their ways. I mean, you know, much, much power, much responsibility, and much attitude, and much, you know, much, too much, you know? You got to take it. And so, and, you know, you're not going to always get a You're never going to get an apology. You're never going to get a thank you. You're never going to get many of that. So don't look for that, really. You just got to work with the system to get what you can get out of the system, to be honest with you, that could benefit you, yourself, and others. But at the same time, sharing the information and, and becoming uh, solvent from it, uh, it, it. Anyway, bottom line is, you know, it's stupid to say, hey, you know what, uh, people go into, and everyone, you know, does things out of the kindness of their hearts and they have no interest and they just don't want uh, to, I think that's stupid to say right now at this time. And people are looking out for themselves, okay? And so, you know, there's a, there's a point in life where you just say, you know what, 
if I'm going to do something, it has to make me feel good. I have to benefit from it some way. Uh, I have to learn something from it. It doesn't have to be financial. It doesn't have to be uh, uh, socially friendly. It doesn't have to be a sexual favor or sexual pat or sexual anything. Um, you know, but anyway, everyone is looking for the best opportunity to survive. And so with that said, I saw so many opportunities happening. One of the things I've been seeing over the last couple of years is a lack there of um, good keeping of our public spaces. And this is something that I've had a conversation with a number of people um, regarding uh, New York City's green spaces along, so like, you know, along the highways and the byways. Um, and so the last couple of summer, like, so the last time we had like the pandemic. And so what is the pandemic when it started? Something that happened and, you know, about a year ago, where the trees and the bushes were just so thick along all the highways. You didn't know what the hell was going to happen. You felt kind of enclosed. You didn't feel safe driving. You know what I'm saying? You're like, what the hell is going to jump out at me? Because it's, it's, it's not cured. It's not pruned. It's not trimmed. It's not taken care of. Um, and I felt like, you know, we invest so much money in different things, but nothing is really responsible in collaborating on getting things done. Um, one of the initiatives that I think the city, uh, and I'll just go straight forward at it, you know, my personal opinion, I completely love business improvement district. I think it's value to community is invaluable. I think business improvement districts need to be looked at differently. I think the model needs to be slightly tweaked. I think they have great power, but they need additional responsibility. And with that, they need additional resources. Um, and here goes the reason why I say all of this. There are beautiful organizations in the business improvement world that have done amazing work. And I can't seem to understand why our streetscapes in certain districts look the way they do. And when I asked about it, it seems like there is a lack of resources to upkeep. So here goes the thing. First and foremost, one of the things I ultimately made a recommendation to a number of bid heads was that, you know, I really feel like, and I don't want to take it, I don't want to take it out of context because, and I've overstepped my bounds, but I want to say this, the sanitation department deals with trash uh, residentially. We have green trucks, which are zones, we zone, we zone those, and those deal with commercial. We have street sweepers, but the street sweepers don't necessarily street 
week, everywhere, every day. Do you understand what I'm saying? So our business improvement district are doing the manpower to keep that going. And I thought to myself, wow, wouldn't it be so interesting if there was a true collaboration with the sanitation department to improve and to resource street sweepers for business improvement districts or to incorporate a street sweeping schedule that will benefit communities in which are neglected. Okay, that's number one. Okay, this 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 thing is it's interesting because you see them sweeping and bop, you know, moving the blooms and you know in Times Square. You see them doing it in downtown. You see them doing it in you see them sweeping. sweeping. I'm like, oh my God, it's like they're working so damn hard. These guys and these women out there working so hard. But as soon as they finish doing that, it's back again, people just litter. So a littering initiative as well, like we're, we, I don't know, more trash cans on the street. I don't know what needs to happen. New York has somehow in the last year or two, 40, in the midtown, Lots of places have become like out of control with just how people put things and where they put things. And I'm going to say this to myself, it's time that we reinvest into what we have, not divest from what we have. Last but not least, I want to talk about the pruning of the trees and so forth. That stuff on the West Side Highway, I don't know what's going on right there, but they need like a million dollars to cut all that shit down, okay? And they need it now. Because guess what? You talk about crime. You talk about the bike lanes. You know the the the, 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 the um, what do you call it? The bike rate. The, you know the where you could ride on the bicycle. The city bikes all the way uptown. That's not safe over there. Okay, we need to make sure that that's cut down and pruned, and so we can see not people jumping out. Yes, we have seen a little bit of more homeless people on the street. I don't know where they came from. Everybody came back home, back into town. Everybody's looking for something. Um, I'm not sure where they're from, but listen, wherever you're from, we got a place for you in New York City. We worked very hard on getting shelter beds. I know that's one thing they do have available. So get your ass inside if you feel like getting inside. If you're gonna sleep outside, then make sure you just don't leave anything outside with you. Like your stuff outside, just don't be just littering and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Just make a deal with the law. You know, just keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? I think, honestly, I always say homeless people are the eyes and ears of the community. So having some people sleep on the street is not a bad idea. If they're not creating a crime, they can see what's going on and can pay attention. That's my honest opinion. Uh, so I support the homeless community. I support people who like the wilderness life and like outdoors, but I think there comes a point where we need to look at this from a spectrum of, you know what, as I said before, we need to look, know who they are and, uh, and be accounted for, and, and if that's the thing, decision they make, then we can be supported in a way that's, you know, tangible and works for the city and works for the community. But I think they're the eyes and ears of the community. So I don't rush anybody to do anything that they don't want to do. But I think one of the things we do need to do is look at um, our business, uh, it, our sanitation, environmental control, um, 
in our business improvement district, I'm dipping into somebody else's business because guess what? It's my business. Because I listen, if I'm, if I'm a native New Yorker and I feel kind of like weird in a car, I'm like, what the hell? You know, then what, 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 you know, what, what else? You know, but we're doing major things. I think it's unfortunate the route that, you know, things have gone. And I just want to thank people in leadership for laying the foundation, even if you're not in office. Um, you know, Governor Cuomo is a hard hat and for a good reason. And now we have Kathy Hillicker as the governor. And uh, I tell you this much. I always said Kathy ran the office that she could run it. But the governor did a lot of work. And you could tell somehow or another, I felt like the governor purposely know, somehow knew that, well, let's put it this way. Things worked out whereas everything starts to appear uh, and show up now that he's gone. If you look around, New York State made it through the pandemic months and years, uh, paying out a lot of resources and doing a lot of stuff, economic projects and so forth, as well as, you know, and I don't know, we could be, I don't know, we could be bankrupt today. But the reality is, is that while throughout this whole art time, we were sustainable and we're a sustainable government today, right? And uh, I would like to think so. And uh, you got to thank God for that because, you know, uh, the reality of it is, uh, you know, even the Miller firm on rents and so forth and so on, we played a leadership role in that, that you know, throughout the United States, we were first, in, first to make certain decisions, first to say, hey, all city and state employees will receive full pay for that. I mean, to get paid throughout that whole time, we, we made a lot of good decisions. Some of the things we couldn't do our stocks up as fast because it wasn't easy, like opening schools, but we are opening schools. Schools are open, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, kids are something or another, you know? Boy, I tell you. But, you know, it's, we've made great strides, and I just want to acknowledge, you know, I know how hard it is. But uh, somehow or another, I, I'll just give you a little insight, my insight, my thought pattern. I think somehow or another there was a master plan. You know, when Jamani Williams didn't win that seat and Kathy was reappointed, re-ran for the seat, I said to myself, you know, you know, you know, you know. Somebody wants to go back into what we call your business, show business. And this is all this is about. <laughs> and that's the funniest thing about it. I'll say, come on to me, all you that labor, and I'll give you rest. Finally, you're going to get some rest from us, but you could always come back to the best of us. Thank you so much for your services, Governor Cuomo. You'll always be a governor for New York. Kathy Hillago, congratulations on your appointment officially. And thank you so much for making those important legislative actions. And whatever you can't make, well, listen, don't fake. Just be up straight up with us so we can make our decisions. But listen, ain't nobody trying to be up in the streets now. 
you know, so the, <laughs> the moratoriums and the rents and so forth, people need the, you know, help until they can figure it out, okay? Love you more, as they always say, only from the state I love New York.